This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. Welcome to the After Two Beers podcast interview session. We have a returning guest who liked the show so much the first time he didn't even remember it. And that's what I love about our show. <laughs> <laughs> and he will be performing this weekend at the Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis. Uh, show starts Thursday, December 10th at 8 o'clock, Friday and Saturday. Check out their webpage for dates and times. He's absolutely one of my absolute favorite comedians, and I, I mean him. that. Yes. And, and I don't just say that to everybody. He appeared oh, on NBC's Last Comic Stand, and he finished third. He said, is it just the four albums? I mean, is that not enough? I, right, <laughs> and the two specials. And that comedian is Mr. Chris Porter. Chris, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I thank you. It's good to be back. I remember it distinctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we greatly appreciate that. So it's <laughs> now you're going to be at the Helium Comedy Club this weekend, and I checked out your schedule. You've been doing some traveling lately. Has it been a weird year for a comedian? Yeah, hundred percent. It's well, I mean, it's been a weird year for everyone. I mean, we didn't. It's been devastating for a lot of comics. I've I've been fortunate enough to been working, but uh, you know the up and comers that were just starting to work the road and stuff. I think they were the ones that you know because everyone's trying to get whatever works out there. So the the lowest men on the and women on the totem pole are the ones really getting hosed from the whole deal. But um, but I've been lucky. I've been I've been working here and there, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, some gigs are weirder than others. Oh, I bet. So. Do you get ring rust? Like if you haven't been doing it in a while? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, the first I remember I didn't do it for three months at the beginning, and then when the Zoom show started, it like I, I remember the entire first the entire day of the Zoom show, I was walking around my apartment just like doing my act to myself, just so I could just so I could remember it. And I'm glad I did because I saw another comic in front of me, literally in the middle of two bits, just go, well, I forgot how that went. <laughs> and, and I was like, thank goodness, because that would have been me 100% if I hadn't done that. I think you were getting ready to tell us about a weird show you've done. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, what was it, July or August when it was real bad? Um I did San Diego and the shows were outside on a street that was active. (laughs) Cars were driving up and down the street. Yeah. Like normal, like a lot of the outdoor shows out here were like in a parking lot or in an alley or somewhere where you could somewhat control the environment. And this place was, you were on, it was called fifth Avenue in downtown (laughs) San Diego you were across the street from a very fancy steakhouse that was also outside because of the pandemic. So these people, these poor people are paying $100 <laughs> a steak and listening to some open micer, you know, do a blowjob joke. Like, it was real bad. And then I would go up and, like, we'd have fun, but, you know, people are just walking by. And, you know, uh, can I curse? It's a podcast. I can curse. Yeah, absolutely, curse. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Oh, okay, so like you'd say fuck, and then like a family of four would walk by just happenstancely, and you're like, well, shit. <laughs> and uh, I got heckled by a helicopter. Uh, 
one show, like the fire department showed up to the building next to the comedy club. Uh, at one point, a woman walked by and I, I was I just happened to ask like a rhetorical question. Sorry, they're doing construction. Uh, and uh, they just happened to be doing. Uh, so I'm doing like I go, whatever, whatever, rhetorical question. And she goes, no. No, <laughs> and I go. Did I just get heckled by a woman wearing a blanket outdoors? <laughs> and she just goes, "I'm anemic," and just kept walking. Oh, oh my god, I'm anemic. <laughs> <laughs> that throws your timing off a little. <laughs> yeah, and then the and then the drive-in shows were kind of fun because you're performing. I mean, they were packed. There's like 300 cars there, but like you can't hear the laughter. Like you could kind of hear it. It was like the equivalent of like if you're in a parking lot and you told your friend a joke and then someone on the other side of the parking lot laughed at the right time for no reason. <laughs> they didn't honk their horns at you, did they? No, they uh, like some shows did that, but we were the ones I did were in like a outdoor shopping center. So like in the parking structure. So, like, if everyone started honking their horn, I think it would have, like, caused a riot <laughs> or, you know, some sort of scare, some sort of, like, uh, alien invasion scare. Just like, what's all the honking? Everybody run! <laughs> it's the border monster. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever at any point look around and go, wow, I am standing on a sidewalk doing comedy <laughs> for a living? Oh, yeah. No, I thought about that for the 30 minutes I was there before I went up. And for the, yeah, it was two days of like, because then all day you're just dreading it. And then you go through it. And then when you leave, you go home and you're all you're thinking is like, I can't believe that just happened and I have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> now, you ended up in comedy in kind of an odd way. You're out playing golf uh, with your mom. And you're thinking you're going into the Navy, and then oh yeah, you take one ball to the yeah, head, in, and, right? Indirectly. So tell us uh, about yeah, that. that well, I mean, you kind of did it. You kinda, <laughs> I stole your thunder there. <laughs> kind of did the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, I was playing golf with my mom. Uh, it was a dog leg right, so the old man didn't see me, and he hit the ball and bounced it off my face, <laughs> and. Uh, a blood clot later, I had to have brain surgery, and yeah, it was, you know, I was. I was going into ROTC and uh, was getting ready to kind of square all that away, and then I got injured, you know, can't join the Navy with a crack in your skull. That's one of the things. <laughs> and that, uh, I think so that's on the first got, page, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, is your skull all together? <laughs> no? Okay, we're good here. Right. And, National uh, Guard for you. <laughs> so senior year was weird and fun. And so, yeah, I, I didn't know what to do. And then I went to KU. And what they don't tell you is that uh, you tend to go through a pretty major depression after a major head injury. And that's, you know, that's something you might want to tell a 17 or 18 year old <laughs> just so they know why they feel that way. But uh, I didn't find that out till like years later. I, I, I just happened to be talking to a neurologist and uh, he was like, hey, when that, I told him about my injury, he goes, hey, when that happened, did you, 
have a major depression afterwards? I was like, yeah, kind of. And he was like, uh, yeah, that, that was because of that. And I was like, oh, it wasn't because I'm a terrible person. Sweet. <laughs> and uh, I've been taking so, all these yeah, drugs for uh, no reason. <laughs> but yeah, so then I got into stand-up, and stand-up kind of helped pull me out of it. And uh, and, there, and next thing I know, I'm quitting college and doing stand-up. Wow. How proud were your yeah. parents? Uh, they were there was a lot of screaming and yelling, so I don't know if that's pride. Uh, I don't know if that's if you would denote that as pride. Webster's definitely wouldn't. No, no. Uh, but uh, I but once I got on once I could pay my rent, they were cool with it. And then once I got on TV, they were super cool with it. Oh, that's cool. And, I, and then I bought them a TV, and they were like, "Yeah, fuck college." <laughs> Yeah, you didn't have student loans that way. Yeah, exactly. Now, do you still golf? Yeah, all the time. Do you wear a helmet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I uh, I just figure it's like winning the lottery. You know, once it happens, odds are it's not going to happen again. Right, right. <laughs> it's, uh, do you play a lot? Uh, I was during the pandemic because that's all you could do. And then now I'm on the road a lot. And so I'm not. And now the now the rules in California are, in order to golf right now, you have to be in at least uh, a pair. You you have to at least have one other person with you, and you both have to be from the same household. What's so, your uh, What's your average? What's your handicap? Uh, I'm a bogey golfer. Are you really? That's on, impressive. On yeah. a good day. Any holes in yeah. one? No. No, just the one off my face. I, mean, <laughs> <more rare. laughs> I have a hole in face. <laughs> we are talking with Chris Porter, who will be performing this weekend at the Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis, uh, Thursday, December 10th at 8, Friday, December 11th, 730 and 10, Saturday, December 12th, 730 and 10. You can get tickets at indianapolis.heliumcomedy.com. And one other question I got for you. Well, I got a bunch, but here's the next one. This is that was a <laughs> very poor transition. <laughs> it was a big day for the Royals today. They signed Carlos Santana to a two year, seventeen million dollar deal. And over- I couldn't believe it. Are you excited? Yeah, I was so like because the Royals, except for fourteen and fifteen, don't spend a lot of money. And so when they said Carlos Santana, I was 100% sure it was another Carlos Santana. <laughs> you thought so it was I a it. guitar playing Santana. <laughs> <laughs> no, or I figured it was just a new one, like a younger one. Because <laughs> Carlos and Santana, I mean, not to be racist, but that's kind of like John Smith a little bit right. down there. <laughs> yeah. That, and uh, so I was like, you know, maybe it's another one. And then, like, they show him in his Indians jersey. I was like, well, look at us doing stuff. <laughs> now, the uh, the Chiefs clinched the playoffs this weekend. Which was a bigger yeah. story for you? Oh, uh, the Chiefs, obviously. I mean, here's the thing, and I don't mean to sound like, a, you know, a braggart or a Patriots fan, but, uh, you know, we've got such a great team. It's like, we just want to get to the playoffs so we can, you know, do this darn thing. You know, we want to, you know, we want the games to start really counting. Right. And, right. Uh, so, uh, 
So to clinch the playoff, but now it's all, you know, especially now that the Steelers lost, it's about getting that one seed so we can have a week off and, uh, you know, Patrick can get his hair did and, uh, get his- <laughs> <laughs> have you met Patrick yet? No, no, I don't, I don't see a scenario in which that happens, you, but, uh, you need to sell insurance. You know, yeah right stranger things have happened i mean i met wayne gretzky and i could give a shit about hockey so i mean who knows you hang out with justin verlander i mean that's not so bad i did one time i did one time (laughs) (laughs) and then he married a supermodel and had a baby i don't think i'm gonna see very much of him (laughs) yeah that's what all his best friends say too it kind of happens yeah You'll, you'll see him again about 10 years right I was like, so being a Chiefs fan, so were you super excited about Alex Smith last night? Yeah, I mean, I'm always an Alex Smith fan. I mean, he's he's a good dude. Uh, I mean, obviously what hap- happened to him was awful. And uh, so to see him playing again and doing well and, and to also beat the Steelers for right. us was super nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, we, we talked about yeah. Justin Verlander, but you've got all kinds of unique friends, Kid Rock being one. And yeah, and we know you're a big music guy. Mm-hmm. Would you rather write the best joke of all time, or put together the best gu- guitar solo of all time? I mean, there's a lot more money in the guitar solo. <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh, there's a lot I of truth mean, to that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of money and I think you got a hit right now. <laughs> and they heard it first on so, after two uh, beers. Yeah, no, I'd much, I'd much rather be on the music side of this thing, but it's not how it unfolded. Now, I talked about that you have the the four albums and the two specials, and I think "Ugly and Angry" is one of the best comedy albums I've ever heard. That's just my personal opinion. Oh, I- are Are you in the process of trying to come out with a new album or a new special, or is COVID kind of put the uh, the brakes on that? Well, I mean, that's always the goal. I mean, at least for me, is like you just you do one and then you rip it apart and then you do the next one. And then, uh, so yeah, I'm definitely trying to get this next one done. Uh, but also with COVID, you know, I don't want to do. I'm not going to do any COVID jokes because, you know, especially by the time I would record a special and edit it and have it come out, it would just be such stupid fodder at that point right. they'd be like oh another covid comic so that you know those are out the window for me at least and uh so it's about getting back you know life kind of has to get back to normal a little bit for me to have that kind of life you know because most of my stuff's socially based and you know because i don't talk politics or anything right, right. so i have to so I have to have those life experiences. There's only so many jokes and jerking off and watching Netflix that you can do, <laughs> especially if you have a unique take on it. Yeah. I haven't and, hit the limit uh, yet, but I'm getting close. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, you know what? It's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of where we're at. You know, I think this period of history and history books is probably going to be called jerking off and Netflix, uh, the COVID times. And, uh, but yeah, so I'll just, you know, when my, now that life's getting back to normal, hopefully I'll meet some more crazy women and have some more jokes <laughs> to tell about. <laughs> now, one of the other things that's interesting about your, when you perform 
is, and I'm curious if you're still doing this now, is you take questions from the audience. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do it I now more because I, you know, I used to do meet and greets and that's out the window. Uh, so I, uh, that's kind of your opportunity to ask me whatever you were going to ask me at the meet and greet. So, what are, uh, and it's fun. Sometimes it gets weird. Uh, but most of the time it's fun. Well, that's a perfect transition into my next question. <laughs> what are some of the weirdest or most draw dropping questions you've had from the audience? Huh? I mean, there haven't been really any jaw dropping ones. Uh, there have been like one dude came to a show on Thursday and then came back to a show on Saturday, just ready with all these weird ass questions. <laughs> None of which, None of which are like of note that I remember, but they were, it was like, you know, what if a dragon came in from the north? And then I'm like, this isn't Dungeons and Dragons home. (laughs) And uh, so, but yeah, like, you know, it's always some drunk chick asking how big my dick is or, uh, yeah, it's just always stupid questions like that. I mean, if you want to call that jaw-dropping. Oh, well, I can totally empathize. When we first started doing our podcast, we did them live oh, yeah. at bars on, <laughs> on a stage. And then we passed around a toilet pan. That we, we called it the shit pan. We called it the shit pan. And we let people write questions down anonymously. And then we would discuss whatever they put in there. And you'd be surprised yeah. how many people want to talk about anal beads and dildos. Or how many people really wanted to know if I squirt? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we've had some weird ones, buddy. Wow. That's, that's assertive. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know what? If you're going to ask the squirt question, you can't be anonymous. <laughs> right. You got to be like, do you squirt? Gary. <laughs> Sitting on the on the left side in the white sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just go, fair enough, Gary. I'm still not gonna Normally, but not for you. Right. And what car did you drive tonight? <laughs> yeah, what's your license plate number? Squirterson. <laughs> now we do a, a segment on our, our actual podcast every week where we, we call it our head shaker moment. And it's things that I just can't figure out in life. And one of which is, for this week, are people that say that they like the winter over the summer. Now, you're from Kansas City. I know you live in L.A. now. Are you a winter guy or are you a summer guy? Well, no, I'm a summer guy. I would, as a matter of fact, like, you know, there's a mass exodus in Los Angeles right now. And I kind of toyed with the idea of maybe moving back to Kansas City because, it's a lot cheaper to live there. And then I went to Philadelphia because I was in Kansas city when it was super nice. Right. And then I had to be in Philadelphia when it wasn't. And I was like, Oh, that's right. Kansas city gets like this. Fuck that place. I'm never going. (laughs) Yeah. Just get like a little vacation, a little uh, condo or something there. (laughs) Yeah. But stay away in the winter months. Uh, you know, I don't ex- I don't get the winter people either, but you gotta have them. It, make, like it makes it's what makes the world go round. Amen, buddy. Who's gonna make the emo music if we don't have the winter people? Oh, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now before we get going, 
as I mentioned, you're going to be at the Helium Comedy Club this weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You do you still do the the podcast with your sister? I do. I do. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we're doing another episode this evening. Does it? Do you feel like it brings you guys closer together? No. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> What's we the show already, about? I mean, it, the it, whole reason we did it was because we were already kind of hanging out one night a week anyway and making each other laugh. And I was like, we might as well just record it and see if we can't monetize it. Yeah. Are you rich uh, from that? So far, the answer is no. No, we can't. <laughs> but I keep telling. Uh, we have been recording. Yeah. I keep telling Gibbler, you know, if this works out, one day we'll be 100 airs. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so far, we're getting a lot of free snacks. So. <laughs> I thought you said smack at first. <laughs> like, hey, whatever you're no, into. That guy, we had to we had to break ties with that guy. It was getting out of hand. You really you, you should have to pay for heroin. Just FYI. Yeah, yeah. You don't want free heroin. No, because no. then there's literally no reason to not do it. Right. If you do it then, that's when a fire truck shows up in the middle of somebody's comedy set at the building next to you. <laughs> yeah. That's well, that's actually why I was doing the heroin. <laughs> now, you are going to be performing next weekend in Denver. Is that still on? No, that got canceled down with being Nashville. Nashville. Ooh. Well, that's a better place yeah, to go. Pretty great. Yeah, and then New Year uh yeah, New Year's Eve, Royal Oak, Michigan. New Year's Eve was supposed to be in Detroit and then just today they were like, we're not canceling, but also if you find another gig, you might want to take it. So Really? Uh, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Does that mean the gig is going to be your couch watching balls drop? Yeah. Well, <laughs> tell you what, if I don't have to work on New Year's Eve, I'm not going to be super upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> is that part of working for you now is to work on material for the upcoming special or, or uh, album? That's literally what I'm doing at all times. So that's so when you perform this week in Indy, it's really uh, it's an opportunity for your fans to hear potentially what be would be the next album. Yes, a hundred percent. Wow, man, I should be on your marketing team, right? <laughs> that would be well. First, I'm gonna have to have a marketing team. So welcome, <laughs> right? Well, I can bring welcome to something that doesn't exist, right? And I don't expect much pay, so there you go. <laughs> Okay, well, if we need you to bring your expectations down from much to any. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, damn it, I'm going to be making the same amount of money I'll make on this podcast. <laughs> right. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So we matched your current employer. Yeah, Please. there you go. Well, we will actually be attending this Saturday at 10 o'clock, and uh, we won't ask any dragon questions, regardless of the direction oh, well, they come in from. <laughs> Well, we I appreciate. It. I can't wait to see you guys. No, it'd be a good time. Yeah, uh, your web is is chrisportercomedy dot com. You're on. You're very active on Instagram and Twitter. I am Chris Porter. Anything else that we haven't plugged for you that you'd like to discuss? No, you nailed it. You guys got Chris Porter all wrapped up. Well, it's the marketing team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Chris, and we they're exorbitant pay. That's right. That's right. We'll look for the bonus in the in the mail. Um, (laughs) but we greatly appreciate the time. I love your comedy. I I know I can't speak for Gibbler, but I I know some others that we we absolutely adore you. And, and, uh, I I think we're very lucky in these moments of COVID 
that places like the Helium are still open and they're doing things right to allow people to still see performers like you because we need some sense of normalcy in this world today. Oh, and of all times, we need some humor. My goodness. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I am pretty great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I um, should have the tattoo done on my ass cheek of you. (laughs) No, it is great that Indy's willing to do this, and uh, I look forward to seeing everybody. All right, buddy. Well, we greatly appreciate it. We will see you on Saturday, but as we've said, that you'll be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So make sure you check out Helium's webpage, the Indianapolis location. You're going to, I assume you fly in Thursday? I do. All right. Well, safe travels. Make sure you wear a mask. We don't want you getting sick before we perform or see you on Saturday. No worries. Yeah, I don't want to turn this into a super spreader event. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris. Well, it's been our pleasure. We thank you again. And uh, safe travels this week. Yes. See you Saturday. Thank you, guys.